Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from April 14th until April 21st. As we will see an energy shift happen over this week with three planets moving into Taurus. So that means we're going to have more grounding, a bit more practicality, and things are going to start to slow down, which could feel right on time. Now, before the planets move into Taurus, we do have some very active energies, and I'll be talking about that in today's show. We are still moving through these energies of the Aries new moon from April 11th and 12th, which was the first new moon of the astrological year, signaling significant beginnings, what you're ready to embark on, or even what you've come to understand about who you are now how much you've grown, shifted, and healed over the past year, and what that means to you in terms of your priorities, where your energy goes, what matters to you, what your values are, what your truths are, even the deeper energies of how your belief systems may have significantly changed over the past year. Now we have this Aries energy that's giving us that motivation and inspiration to move ahead, to trust who you are now. And that is a key word associated with Aries because it's often where we do something before we see the results, before we know exactly how something is going to play out or show up. So the Aries energy is very much about that trusting of yourself and being clearer in your intentions. And these were the themes that were very strong during the Aries new moon, and they are still playing out and carrying forward over this next week. We're going to have very active energies here that support further understanding what matters to you now, as well as some key choice points around where you're going next. So I'm going to get into more of these energies in just a minute, but first I wanted to do a quick update for those of you who have been asking. For those of you who listen, especially to the Monday episodes, I mentioned earlier in the year that I had a podcast episode for you of channeled messages that I recorded on January 2nd, and then the energy was a full stop. It said, don't release it, don't put it out there, and so I didn't. I've been sitting on this particular episode for what, four, four months now? And I got a solution for how to release it. And I will be sharing it on my website in a free access point where you would log in to listen to this podcast episode. And that will be released next week. So I will uh, be able to share that podcast episode next week. And it has information that I just realized relates to what happened with the Suez Canal and that container ship that was obviously blocking the canal for a number of days. The information that came through actually correlates to that event. And I only realized that in hindsight, of course, Uh, but there is energy now that supports sharing this information. It just won't be done on a public social media platform. 
So when that is ready to go next week, I will give you the link of where you can access those channeled messages. And again, it will be free. You just have to log in to listen. And I hope that this is good information for you, that it helps you with what you're moving through or anything even about the bigger picture of what we're experiencing here on the planet. So looking at this week, we have a lot of energy that's still rising up and supporting the authentic self now because there's been a significant energy shift where the authentic self energies are present. They are here, they are alive, they are blazing and burning and ready to go because there has been base for these energies to come in. And of course, we all feel this differently, so it's going to be unique to you and what you've worked on and worked through and where you're at. But essentially, this very strong Aries energy is asking us to go into more of our own truth and to really honor who we are now, to look at how all of the changes or everything that's fallen away or that's loosened up and basically dissolved or is ready to dissolve or melt. It's signifying that there's more for you to allow into your space now, to allow into your energy field that uniquely resonate with what you want now, what matters to you, what you value, where you believe there is a sense of possibility in your life that maybe wasn't presented before, or maybe it didn't feel like you had access to it before. There's a lot that's opening up here that is probably going to bring up how you deal with uncertainty and change, how you deal with new beginnings, because what can come up is that we have maybe some excitement or some initial motivation, and then a fear can come up. And that fear can be self-sabotaging. That fear can pull us back to a previous experience or a previous energy. That fear can show us where we've been and our own lower consciousness. It can trigger some messages here. So stay aware of that. And that's especially important because we're going to have the sun in Aries squaring Pluto in Capricorn at 26 degrees on April 16th. And so what it feels like is that maybe something got started or came to your awareness during the Aries new moon last weekend. Something came up or something, you know, got you thinking of new possibilities, a new adventure, a new dream, a new potential, a new job, new relationship, new, new whatever. And then we go through this process of meeting ourselves along the way. Meaning that when you have a beginning point, chances are, if you look back on your life, you'll notice what your own patterns are around new beginnings. And you could do this in any area of your life, but you might notice where your mind goes, where your energy goes, where your emotions go, what you start to think about this new start. So for example, if you are pursuing a new job and you're applying for the job and you have a good sense about it and the interview goes well and you're waiting. You're waiting to hear back. You're waiting for 
the next steps or the next part of the process. Look at what comes up for you during that waiting period, when you're in limbo, when nothing's been grounded yet. Where does your mind go? Where do your emotions go? What comes up for you? This is how we meet ourselves along the way. We see what's happening within us at deeper levels of our own consciousness, and we can notice these habits that show up, that reflect back to us our own energy. And so if you're moving through a process and then you start to notice these self-sabotaging messages that come through, or you start to tell yourself, this isn't going to happen for me. I don't think I'm the right person. There's going to be somebody better. It's very important to observe that in yourself because then you can catch it. Then you can say, oh my goodness, I don't want to think that way anymore. I don't want to activate that programming anymore. I'm going to then respond to my own dang self and say, no, that's no longer true for me. Good things can happen for me. Amazing developments can show up. And if it's not this job, there could be another job that this leads me to. There could be something even better that comes in or shows up. There could be something else here because I know I'm worthy and wanting a really great job. So monitor yourself. Monitor these messages that can show up when something hasn't fully landed yet. When you're in between, when you're moving through a process, when there's the uncertainty. It's when we're in these phases that we can really hear ourselves. We can see more of who we are and how we operate unconsciously, how we all have this programming, how we all have these messages perhaps that we're saying to ourselves at times that we want to replace and we want to replace with a more encouraging or positive message. Now, the other thing to be aware of is how you move through time, essentially the hours, the days, the weeks, when you feel in between something, when you've let go of ABC, but you don't have XYZ yet, when you're in between. And this is also a very fertile time to look at what you're saying to yourself or what's coming up for you, what's being triggered. Because again, we can have very deep fears around the unknown. It's actually connected to our survival needs. We're looking for security. We're looking for safety. We want something to be clear and known, almost like so that you can exhale or so you can rest. But part of what we do as we raise our consciousness and we ascend to higher levels of ourselves, we develop the tools and abilities to provide that internally, where you remember that you are safe within yourself. You can feel secure within yourself. You can look at maybe what's being triggered for you, whether it comes from childhood, whether it comes from an earlier experience, whether it comes from something that created that anxiety, that fear, that uncertainty, and what do I do with all this? It feels like because the energies are really high right now, there's a lot moving and shifting that it doesn't quite feel stable yet. But what we're looking at is how we can practice calming ourselves and taking care of ourselves, whatever that looks like for you. And that can certainly be at the mental level, emotional level, physical level, 
all of those places and more. It's looking at what am I doing? Still have mastery over all of my energy. Where even when you feel it go outside of you, you feel the worry come up or the uncertainty and you know the monkey mind starts going and it goes down all these different paths or it goes down a very long rabbit hole. There's this energy of, okay, call it back to myself, call it back into my body. And what I'm feeling here, the visual I'm getting is to even bring it back to your chakra system and to look at which chakra is creating a lot of energy that goes outside of you. Because that visual could help you understand more of what's coming up for you. If it's the solar plexus, for example, your sense of personal power, your sense of self, your personal will, if all of that's going outside of you and it's connecting to someone else or something else, or it's connecting to that job, bring it back in. Bring it back in so that you can really feel that energy within you. And I see it as that retraction of energy, almost like if there's a leash that's going outside of you, rein it back in. And this is going to help you understand that you are a powerful creator of energy, very dynamic, very much aware of what you can do with your energy when you're fully aligned and in that grounded, centered place within. And I feel this is part of the energy shift over the next week as the planets move into Taurus is that there is going to be more support for coming back to yourself, feeling stronger, feeling grounded, and looking at what truly matters. The Aries energy gets us going. It's very alive and zesty and it has a lot it wants to do. It's very action-oriented. It is the first fire sign. It is a cardinal sign. So its purpose is to initiate the energy that goes forward to get something moving, especially if you've been stuck or clogged or heavy or held back. Aries season is about that reignition, reigniting what matters to you and supporting us in moving it ahead. But at the same time, as we move through this process, what you also want to practice is that ability to come back to yourself and stay in your energy field so you're not distracted or overly concerned about what is outside of you. And of course, this is easier said than done because our energy is always in relationship with everything else around us. We're always interacting with all these various energy fields. And so what we're being gifted with is understanding where our energy goes out, how to reel it back in, and then how to remain steady and strong during these times of perhaps the unknowns or feeling in between. Now, Venus has entered Taurus as of April 14th, and this is her favorite sign to be in because Taurus is an earth sign. It is very much a feminine energy that connects us to the beauty of life. And Venus in Taurus does that especially. What makes you feel good? What's beautiful? What's beautiful to the senses? The five senses really want to enjoy the best of life. And that is very true for the Taurus energy. So as Venus goes into Taurus, where she will stay until May 9th, this energy of Venus and Taurus brings us 
to not only the beauty and what we enjoy in the world around us, whether that's music, really good food, a beautiful necklace or candle or anything that, again, activates the five senses. But I feel like this is energetically reminding us to tap into the beauty in ourselves, the beauty in our energy fields, the beauty of what it means to be in this physical reality, in this physical body, and what you enjoy. So we're tapping more into the pleasures of life as the planets move into Taurus. And this can bring in new priorities. And also, I feel like what it does is it activates and accentuates more of the beauty in our own energy fields. And I'm seeing it as even how the seven chakras are a gorgeous rainbow of colors and how when we start to look around and we start to see just how much there is in this world to take in, we can have a whole new level of appreciation and gratitude for what we're experiencing on this earthly plane. And that alone can be really good for us because, again, it comes into these physical sensations that remind us of the gifts of touching, of seeing, of smelling, of, of listening, of eating, of all these things that we can enjoy when we're tapped in at that level. And I feel like what's going to be happening here over the next week is that there is going to be a calming of the energy, especially on April 19th, which is when both the sun and Mercury enter Taurus. And so then we'll have three planets in Taurus, Venus, Mercury, and the sun as of April 19th. And that is when we can begin to calm down a bit and check in with ourselves. A bit like intentionally putting your hand on your heart, putting your hand on your solar plexus and just focusing on the moment where the Aries energy gets things going and moving and let's do this. It's very excitable. I feel like the Taurus energy reminds us that everything that's necessary will be completed. Everything that's important will get done. So if you've been feeling the overwhelm, if your to-do list has been exceptionally long or there's been a lot you want to embark upon or follow, the Taurus energy over this next week is going to help settle us down into what truly matters. Where if you have five things you're trying to get done, maybe you'll identify two that are important right now And those other three you can put off to the side and they can wait for a moment. The Taurus energy is the first earth sign of the zodiac and it's the first fixed sign. And so the fixed sign takes what is initiated from the cardinal sign and then grounds it, gives it a reality check and says, okay, is this stable? Is this worth investing in? Is this worth my time? Is this worth the money? What is the payoff here? These are Taurus questions. What am I getting for this? Is there a good ROI? Is there something that I need here that really matters to me? Or am I not interested at all? 
So this is where you could have some clarity around your priorities. Also, the Taurus energy will show you what's really involved in a process where that Aries energy is like, let's do this. Let's go here. Let's try this. And then the Taurus energy says, okay, now there's only so much we can do. It's a bit like planning a vacation uh, where you could go to a destination and have like five things you want to do while you're there. The Taurus energy says, well, we only have so much time in a day. And are you including how long it takes to drive somewhere and how often we'll have to stop or what it's going to cost? And what about this? And have you considered that if this is a vacation, maybe this is too much is going on and we need to just relax and not overdo it? So the Taurus energy brings in that practical perspective that the Aries energy doesn't always consider when the Aries is excited. So now we have some clarity coming through that's going to help ground you. And I'm feeling this energy again in the chakra system where if you're feeling that your energy has gone outside of you, you know, it's been motivated, it's even been stretching a bit like stretching your arms really far just to see what's out there. I feel like this pull it back in, come back to center, come back to grounding is going to really help us in understanding what is essential to us now. Because you might realize where you've been on autopilot, where you've just done something because it's what you've always done, Uh, You've had a routine, you've had certain things that needed to get done, and now you could have some new questions coming up over the next week where you think about it differently. You think about it differently. So this Taurus energy coming through, it's good to know that that's on the horizon because I think what we're doing here is this re, it feels like a reshuffling to stay in alignment. Like to stay in that place of this is what I want. This is what matters to me. These are the priorities. And the sun and Mercury are both very active over this next week. On April 15th, the sun and Aries sextiles Jupiter in Aquarius at 25 degrees. This is an energy of buoyancy, of excitement, of possibility and opportunities. There's a lot here about movement and opening up. So that's a very positive energy on April 15th. And it's followed by that energy on April 16th that I mentioned of the sun in Aries squaring Pluto and Capricorn at 26 degrees, which brings up a fear. And on the same day, we have Mars in Gemini trining Jupiter in Aquarius at 26 degrees. So I feel like what we have here is being on the precipice of a new beginning, a new sense of self, something that you're feeling you're ready for, you want it, you've done a lot of work, you've done a lot of transformation or healing or release. And now this new part of you that has greater clarity around who you are is ready to move forward, is ready to put something into action. These are very dynamic energies, all happening within a matter of days, and they're strongly masculine because we have Aries, Aquarius, and Gemini energies, which are all masculine energies that show us what we want and what we're ready to go for. But then we have the square to Pluto and Capricorn, which brings up a fear. And I feel like what it's revealing is truthfully how far you've come, what you've 
grown through what you've healed through, what you've transformed, because that Pluto energy always brings up something deeper within us. It brings up a part of ourselves that we're working through or working with or that we didn't know was there and we have an opportunity now to work with it and bring it up to the light. I feel like what's happening this week is that you're ready to make some very clear conscious choices about who you are, what you want, where you're going, what matters to you, something like that, something significant that is also personal and something could come up that allows you to check in with yourself and to make sure that you're not giving your energy or power away to anyone else or anything else. For example, Pluto in Capricorn can be an elder, a boss, a parent. And you could say, oh, I'm going to try something new or I've been thinking about this and I really want to do this or something's really important to you, you're excited about it. And then this Pluto in Capricorn figure, we'll call it a parent, says, I don't think that's a good idea or I don't like that or no, that's not who you are or there's something that that person says or reflects back to you that challenges this new sense of self. And in previous interactions, maybe that would have really affected you or maybe that would have really been taken seriously or something that you would have really felt, you know, and and it would have diminished your spark. It would have taken away this gusto you have for this new beginning. And this is really wild because I just had a flashback to myself when I went through this when I was in my 20s and I was told, no, I couldn't do something or that's not a good idea or have you thought this through or maybe that doesn't make sense. Is that responsible? These are all very Capricorn questions because that Capricorn energy ultimately wants us to be responsible, to think it through. It, it doesn't want us to get hurt. It doesn't want us to lose or to have a bad experience. And the Capricorn energy can unconsciously come from that place of, I don't want you to be hurt. I don't want this to disappoint you. I don't want this to be a burden. I don't, I don't know if you're being mature or responsible. These are all Capricorn keywords. And what you can always do, and what the energy strongly supports right now, is deciding for yourself what you want. Because I remember in my life, you know, it really affected me uh, at times when I received this energy. And then I was like, no, no, I don't want to take this in. That's not how I want to live my life. I don't want to live my life how they've lived their life. That's not my process. Those are not my choices. That's not what I'm about. So you could go through this experience of looking at everything that you're not, everything that does not resonate with you, everything that does not correlate to who you are now and what you want next. That can also be a very important exercise for all the ways we can understand, yes, this is who I am. You might have an opportunity over the next week to say, that is not who I am. That is not my value system. That is not my priority. That is not how I feel. That is not how I see the situation. And I think this sun in Aries, which is the sense of self, squaring that Pluto in Capricorn, which is about powers outside of you, powers that you perceive are powerful, uh, energies that you perceive have authority. You're 
looking at how they're reflecting a fear back to you, but then ultimately you're deciding how you live your life. So this energy, especially with that Mars in Gemini, remember how Mars is the ruler of Aries? And that Mars in Gemini is trining Jupiter and Aquarius on the same day as that sun squaring Pluto. So I feel like there is a push here. There's an energetic push to follow what is truly you and to kindly and respectfully say to someone, I heard you. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. I don't agree or that's not where I'm at. Um, I've had these conversations in my life where you benefit from diplomatically saying, I can understand that that might be your perspective, but I'm in a different place and I'm actually really motivated and I'm really excited and I'm going for it. This is my path to follow. This is what matters to me. I need to do this for myself and I really hope you can support me. And if you can't, I get it and I respect that, but I have to trust myself. These are the kinds of things that you want to remember And it does come down to how you communicate it. And it's really fascinating how the very next day on April 17th, we have a very strong Mercury in Aries that is interacting with Jupiter in Aquarius, Mars in Gemini, and Pluto in Capricorn, all at 26 degrees. This is a time when those conversations are very alive. On April 18th, we then see Mercury conjunct the sun in Aries at 28 degrees as well. So the strong Mercury in Aries and sun in Aries means that you might need to communicate your position, communicate your process, communicate your thoughts, communicate your needs from a place of self-love. And something that could help your perspective on this that I often have to remind myself of You can be pro yourself and it's not anti someone else. Like you can be pro me. Yes, I'm doing this for me. This is important. It's the right time. I'm ready. I want this. And it's not anti anyone else. You're not doing it against someone. You're not doing it to be disagreeable or reactionary. It's not a childish energy necessarily. Although that Aries energy can be very childish, but the conscious Aries energy is very clear on who you are, on what you need, on what matters to you, on what's next. So you can communicate what you need, how you feel, and be in that position of this is pro me. It's not anti you. That doesn't have to be one or the other, but this is where I'm coming from. This is where I'm at. This is what I need. And that is one more way to keep your own energy contained, where again, you're not doing something or saying something against someone else or to be a jerk to somebody else. It's containing that energy and coming from a very strong, clear place of self-love, self-respect, and self-honoring. So over the next week, I feel like there could be something that comes up that maybe sparks a significant conversation. The type of conversation where you are actually ready to communicate what's been on your mind, what's been in your heart, what your needs are, what matters to you now. And it's probably going to require a new level of courage. It might require that you really, I'm going to say show your cards. 
or you're just very open about what you've been experiencing or what you've been understanding. And there are ways you can do so that help communicate who you are and where you're at with that kindness and understanding for everyone involved. This is the energy of standing on your own. This is the energy of going your own way, of doing something that's a necessity for who you are and what you want now. And so there are things you could say that, again, have that kindness in it where someone can hear it, where you can even preface it by saying, this is what's been on my mind and I've been uncertain of how to share this and I didn't know how to communicate it well, so this might be kind of cloggy or clunky, but I just want you to know this is what I'm thinking. Or you could preface it by saying, this is what's been on my mind and I would love to share with you what I've decided or what decision I've arrived at. Or it's something like, you know, things have really changed and I've really sat with it and I've been thinking things through and this is what I've come to understand is important to me. I remember this one time when I gave notice at a job because I was moving on to something else and I was like, you know, this is not an easy conversation, but I want you to know how grateful I am for everything I've learned here, for everything you've done for me, how you've supported me. And I've had another opportunity come up that I'm really excited about and I'm needing to move forward. And it's something where when you are authentic and real, people feel that. They sense it. They, they get it. And granted, depending on what you have to communicate or share or however this energy shows up for you, people need time, right, to process or to sit with something or to look at how it impacts them or what they need to consider. But I feel like what's happening for so many people is that so many of you are being shown more of who you really are, more of what you want to experience in this lifetime. This authentic self energy that's been rising has been coming in stronger. Maybe it's connecting you with more of your purpose. Maybe it's connecting you with more of your heart. Maybe it's connecting you with more of your values and your truth system. Maybe there's new things arising, like you've understood, I don't want to live my life in this way anymore, or I don't want to keep going through these cycles or patterns or whatever it might be for you. That authentic self energy is connecting you to the truth of who you are now, and it's going to support you in these next steps. It's going to support you with whatever you're doing and wherever you're going next. So this authentic self energy is very present right now. It's very alive. I feel it coming through strongly because of everything we've cleared out, transformed, or moved through that wasn't connected to authentic self energies, wasn't connected to perhaps your mission work or your real sense of self. I'm also feeling this in the heart where there have been a lot of relationship changes because of how the heart has healed or transformed or changed. Uh, The people that aren't really connected to the depths of your heart can no longer be of interest. I mean that in a nice way. Uh, Can no longer resonate, can no longer be something you feel as strongly. These energy shifts work with us at all levels of our being. And it can be confusing for the mind to figure it all out. But when you tap into the energy of it, then you're really feeling how it shifts and changes and how that explains these changes in our lives. So essentially, Aries season 
of this year has really awakened more of who we are at a core level. And it's really opened us up to more parts of ourselves. Things you didn't see or acknowledge or didn't want to see or acknowledge might be front and center, might have come to your awareness. And as someone who is the master of your own energy, now you have ways to meet these parts of yourself, to consciously hear them, to consciously see them, and then to consciously decide what you're going to do that continues to honor you and who you're understanding yourself to be now. And then in Taurus season, we get greater grounding around this and we slow down. Both the sun and Mercury moving into Taurus on April 19th is going to bring you into a deeper connection with what you want and what you need. It's going to reveal more of what has meaning to you right now and even provide you with perhaps a roadmap or the practical next steps that you need to take for whatever has been initiated through Aries season. There's a beautiful dance that happens between the astrological signs as we move through the different seasons. Whereas Aries season is action and it's masculine energy, the Taurus energy calms us down, it's feminine energy, so we balance the masculine with the feminine. Then when we move into Gemini season, which is another masculine energy, we shift back into the masculine. So when we have this ability to work with both the masculine energies and feminine energies within us, we're continually balancing. We're continually in awareness of all of our energies and how to take care of them, especially when the sun is in each sign. So as Taurus season begins, you may, again, have greater clarity on what you want to create and what you want to focus on. And you might also feel that your energy system will relax a bit and feel a bit more grounded in your commitments, in what you need to carry forth, and also in how to take care of your energy system after all of the excitement and action that we've been through during this airy season. Plus, you'll also see what you want to stick to, what you want to build and grow, uh, and what has ongoing energy for you. Because maybe 18 things seemed like a good idea during airy season, but truly only two things are worth your time and energy and actually have something in it that you can build, grow, and develop. And that's also what Taurus season connects us with, is what we really want to focus on. When I was looking at the energies of this week, it reminded me of a time in my life when I was making a big choice point about my career. And I know that many of you are on this path of really wanting to follow your mission, your passion, your gifts, and that you really want to get going with it. And there's things that you want to happen that maybe you've been confused about or trying to figure out. I remember back in 2017, I had been doing astrology for a while and I had, of course, written a lot of books and teaching a lot of courses and I wasn't sure if it's what I wanted to keep doing. And at the time, I had the opportunity to go be a professor at a university uh, where I, I've always loved political science. Uh, my master's degree 
is in international relations and diplomacy. And there's a lot that I find really interesting and fascinating around all of that energy. And so I was at this huge choice point of, do I move away from astrology, which is a passion, or do I stick with it? And so I had this opportunity to be a professor And I was really excited about it because I've always wanted to be a teacher. And I realized uh, the more I sat with it, that first of all, a part of me was in fear that I thought if I went towards this job or this position, I would have more security. There would be things there that I really wanted at that time in my life. I had been a full-time mom, a full-time stay-at-home mom for a number of years. And so I was looking for something more, you know, to get back out into the world. But I realized the longer I sat with it, that I was feeling a deeper fear because the other path to astrology and going bigger with astrology was really unknown and really uncertain. And I could sense that not only was it something I wanted to do, but I didn't know how. And so I ultimately had a come to Jesus, sit down conversation with myself and said, Molly, if you go into teaching at a university or you're going to go into all these topics and all these different things that have happened throughout history and politics, you know you're going to be thinking about the astrology of it all. And I had to be very honest with myself that what I was really trying to do was avoid parts of myself thinking that another job, another role would be more satisfying. But now, of course, in hindsight, I can see that I probably would have just come back to astrology and I wouldn't have really found the joy or satisfaction that I thought I would have found. I was essentially running from myself, running from my truth. I was looking for a place of safety. Now, at that time, I then challenged myself to go bigger with astrology. And that's when I launched my YouTube channel uh, back in, I think it was late 2017. And that was scary and exciting, but vital to the development of not only my business, but the passion. I'm sharing all this because I know what it's like to be at these choice points where you're looking to trust yourself and to follow yourself, but you could think that there's something that is more secure. And what I want to reiterate and share with you is that the greatest security, joy, happiness, and abundance I've ever felt is following this passion of astrology. And if you can relate to this desire to go bigger or this desire to follow something for you that's uniquely you, but you have a fear about it or you don't know what to do about it. You don't know so many things, right? There's so many questions. I have a new program that's a business development program for online entrepreneurs where I give you over 25 answers for your business. I'm going to put the link below and I know this is only for some of you, but I was so motivated to do this program because I know what it's like to be in that place of you feel ready but a little scared, or you want it, but there's big questions. And I feel like so many of you have mission work that's so much bigger than you. It's for the planet. It's for the world. It's for your soul's growth. It's huge. So if I can help you at all, 
please check out the link below this podcast episode. I am offering the program at 50% off for a limited time with the coupon code SUCCESS. But I feel like it's vital, almost to humanity, that so many of you grow your business, develop your work, and just trust yourself. Because it's bigger than just your business. It's bigger than just your passion. It's the sense of why you're here. And you've probably felt it for a long time. I just had a great conversation with a friend of mine about how we do certain work. You know, we go through the corporate arena or we have certain jobs and certain experiences that we know aren't our passion, but they help us. They help us gain clarity. They help us pay the bills, helps us understand what we like and what we don't like. You know, they give us experience. We accumulate a lot of knowledge throughout all areas of our lives, but especially in our professional world. But then what you can do is take that and apply it to your true mission work, your true true passion, what really excites you and inspires you. So I'm grateful that I didn't go into the university world to be a professor, even though it always excited me and I thought it would be a wonderful way to teach. Well, it turns out I can do all of that now with astrology, which by the way, that wasn't really a possibility Uh, years ago. I started this podcast in 2012, and I've always had listeners, of course, um, but things really took off, I think, in the past five years or so, as more people gravitated towards astrology, which has happened for a number of reasons. And it's been very exciting to ride the wave and to share this information with you, to be on this ride together, as well as to keep evolving and growing together. So now is a time to truly trust your passion, to truly trust who you are, what you want. Um, I actually worked as a contractor for a number, number of years while I built up my business. And if you have to do that, if you have to do two things at once, that's just what it takes. I think that is reasonable. I actually required myself to have a certain amount of money in savings before I gave notice. That was just what I needed for security as well as practical purposes. But there's things that we do simultaneously to build the dream, to get things moving, to get it up and running and to get the momentum going. It doesn't happen overnight. And I would never tell you that because I think that that is a lot of false inspiration. Uh, This stuff takes work, but there are shortcuts. There are things that you can do And understand what you're doing without making all the mistakes or without wasting the money. So I want to support those of you who want that and who are ready because it's a really exciting time to be following your passion, especially in the healing arts, the metaphysical world, anything you do, perhaps as a reader and intuitive, anything with metaphysical work. More people want this now more than ever. And I've been doing this for a decade now. I launched my website back in February 2011. And what I've observed is how much has shifted and changed that is truer. There's a lot more authenticity out there. Uh, There's a lot more desire for this type of information and how people can use it in their lives. So know that you're right on time if you're ready for this next step and this new area of growth. It's very exciting. And needless to say, I'm also very grateful that during those choice points, that when you trust yourself and you're betting on yourself, it will pay off because then the universe 
supports that energy too. And the universe shows up to support you, to reveal more of those rewards to you, and to help you with next steps. So I hope that you experience a beautiful week ahead, that you are able to stay in your energy and your power, even if you feel challenged, or even if there is a hard conversation to be had, just remember that you know who you are, you know your own truth, and when you come from that place, many, many doorways can open up. I wish you a beautiful journey as we move from Aries season into Taurus season, and I'll be back here with a podcast episode every Monday and Wednesday. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online, and I hope that over this next week, You also experience beautiful manifestations and validations for everything you've been moving through. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you back here very soon.